That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo, and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Oh, well. I'm ready. <laughs> You know, if What's you don't up? want to, if you don't want to be on YouTube, you can just turn off your camera. Turn away. I'm talking about. I'm enjoying the uh, the YouTube fame here. Yeah. Yeah. I, have you been uh, right. bombarded with uh, questions and people wanting to get to know you and get closer to you? And... Oh, it's been an avalanche. <clears throat> yeah. Landslide. All those terrible e- things. Emails just been nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Threw this up on YouTube, and man, the views are rolling in. It's uh, it's exploded. It's crazy. Who knew that just a little platform switch could do so much for our uh, our little show? We're gonna get one of them fancy little buttons soon. We're gonna have to fight it out. <laughs> of who gets to oh get yeah, it. who who gets it? That's that's right. Mm. Well, we only have. What do you get? That is it. Ten thousand or a hundred thousand? I think it's a million. A million? Oh. Well, we, we have a little ways to go then. Oh. Yeah. Not that much, but a little ways to go. We're on our way. That's the important All right. thing. All right. But hey, I'm helping out. Look at this. I got some eye candy. Very back. nice. Yeah. Um, Good. Redid my shelves, and I ended up pulling this thing down. I got my, my Star Wars VHS. Nice. You know what the bummer is? Look at this. What's that? Oh, you can glue oh. that down. I could, but it, yeah. it's it's not loose because the glue came off. It's cut with a razor. Oh. Been like that ever since I got it. Uh, I got this as a Christmas present. And you know when they tell you do not use a razor to open this box? That's why. That's why, right there. Somebody at the I store see. did that. I got it. Oh. I, I was ready to pull the plastic off. I was like, oh, it's already cut over here. Uh, now, is that what are the what do the VHS cassettes look like? Is that um, like the classic? Shall I do an depth? unboxing? Yeah, <laughs> those are popular on YouTube now. These are, <clears throat> unfortunately, they're the um, um, full screen, right? Versions, but the case, the the covers are really nice. Get uh, this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one. Yep. And you got this one. Well, that's the same set I have, but I don't have the nice fancy box to go with it. Oh, just uh, this outer thing. That that and the the probably because whoever whoever owned it got the top sliced off, or they threw it out. They throw, they, throw this thing away. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't have room for this. I'll just you keep the movies, get rid of the rest. Oh, that's cool. I didn't Who know needs what, packaging. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that existed. Um, I'm jealous. Oh, well, I mean, they sell. I got the same thing for Indiana Jones. Really? That one. Well, um, not this like top slide on, but it's the three movies plus bonus disc in like a little, you know, box. Yeah. I just realized we did a whole bit that would make sense to anyone who was just <laughs> listening to the show. Got to You got to catch us on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, we just totally exclusive for our YouTube Patreons. We just uh, totally abandoned our uh, Podbean li- listeners. Too bad. <laughs> we, I do have another. Even, 
we don't even throw the bonus content at the uh-huh. end. We just start right off with it. That's uh, exactly. I got one more for you. All right, let's see it. I think I'm going to do a video of like a, an unboxing of, uh, of of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I, I've heard that's a popular thing to do on YouTube. Yeah, it's yeah. what all the cool kids are doing. Yeah, mine is exclusive though because yeah. I have the I have the rare uh, double Alex Winter on oh. the spine. <laughs> they misprinted. They didn't put Keanu on there. They just put two pictures of Bill. Wow. So is that seriously like a like is that worth something? Or I think it's that... worth about thirty eight thousand dollars. I have no idea. No idea. It just bugged me when I when I bought this like years ago. I was like, "Yeah, oh, look at that! That's wild." Mm. Cool. Well, yeah. So, are you going to watch Bill and Ted soon? I I want to. I was kind of hoping to do it for a film Dango. Yeah, but, we uh, could because uh, it's been. I I imagine I've seen it more recently than you have, but it's still been a while. That means um, we won't get to it until August. Um, when in is case, the new movie come out? Uh, I don't know. Uh, just in case anyone doesn't know what Richard's talking about, over on my channel, Buried on Mars, uh, no wordpress.com, it's just YouTube, Buried on Mars. I did an unboxing of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Sorry, I got flex for the camera. You know, you could move that you know, arm the other way, and then it wouldn't be... Like, if, you, if you put it... <laughs> like that don't str- don't strain yourself you're going to give yourself hemorrhoids doing that just relax <clears throat> sit easy did you get a new chair nope okay. same one all right i did remove the ninja turtle blanket that is ah, that's what it is i knew something was different what's getting more you're such a youtube star now you're you're uh just a, a what would they call it you'll love the camera the camera loves you i put on my fancy t-shirt today <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, this one, uh, this is uh, came out of a uh, a case of beer. Alexander Keith's. That's right. Twenty fifth, twenty first, two hundred and tenth. Oh, two hundred and tenth. Which I think was about fifteen years <clears throat> ago. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah, it came in a case of beer. I still wear it. Why not? I'm on YouTube now. This is uh, so you got you have to dress appropriately. Mm. Well, you right. got to. Uh... Those uh, sponsors. This episode sponsored by Keith David's 200 beer, whatever it is. <laughs> I would buy Keith David beer, actually. Yeah. That'd be good. I, I heard his voice the other day. My kids were watching this, um, some Netflix show, and and um, it's about like frogs, it was like Ninja Turtle with frogs or something. But then all of a sudden, I hear uh, a voice. I was like, Is that Keith David? My kids like, What are you talking about? And I started listening. That's Keith David. Who's Keith David? That's Keith David. He's Keith David. <laughs> well, he does do a lot of voiceovers in cartoons. Oh, well, he's got he's got that voice. He right, yeah. That's, I think that's how he got in the video games. Mm. Oh, yeah. He was in um, Modern Warfare and stuff, right? Uh, well, I remember him in, in Mass Effect. It's Captain Anderson in Mass Effect. Then he's in... Um, he's in... Is it Saints Row 3 or 4? But he's... I think it's Saints Row 4. And he's Keith David. He's actually Keith, as David. Keith David. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> is that like the, <laughs> there's a game like Terry Crews is in it as Terry Crews or something? Yeah, that's uh, Crackdown 3. Yeah, Crackdown 3. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. You get you get to that right level of uh, fame where you're not that triple A, but you're like all over video games and stuff. And you're, you just, you're, you're, you're just famous for being you. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. So right. what's on your channel now? Oh, uh, there's an unboxing of a Bill and Ted's uh, steel book. Go check mm -hmm. that out. Yeah, there you go. You get to, okay. If you stay to the end, you get to see Kevin do the air guitar and do some famous quotes. No, no, I don't do any of that. No, no, I just unbox. If you if you do that stuff, people don't like it anymore, right? They don't like the the shtick. Like you know how when the angry video game nerd came on the scene, that's what everybody had to you know work in a skit into their right. review. Now when you see that. You go to the comments, and the first thing is, just do the review, man. I just want to know <laughs> if the game's good. I don't want to watch your art project. Just do a review, man. I was just wondering about that. Like, um, as Steven calls them, the old gods, like uh, Metal <laughs> Jesus and all them. It's like, uh, are they still getting the views? I imagine they've all, they're all on the decline. I, I don't know. I know Metal Jesus Rocks is still, like, he pumps out a lot of content and... They I they don't. all put stuff out. Like yeah. occasionally, I'll watch a cinematic or movie review thing, and then I, you know, can't really get to the end of it. But uh, I imagine that they they're not hitting those peak numbers like they used to. Uh, I don't I don't know. I really don't know. I, don't, I see I, uh, happy console gamers show up a lot on in my Twitter feed. Yeah, well, he's still doing it. They 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 still thing. do it, you know, yeah. and I'm sure they're still. Uh, you know, making a, a career out of it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't maybe know. It, cause I've distanced myself from like watching all those uh, game review, especially all those retro review things. So I don't know. What about unboxings of Blu-rays? Have you distanced yourself from that, or you're still into uh, occasionally? Back? If if the right movie, it's got to be the right <laughs> movie. It's got to be. The I did. I did watch movie. a bit of uh, Joe's most recent Let's Play. Little Samson one, yeah, that is gold. There's something that, there. That's the best, <clears throat> best uh, let's play series on YouTube. Um, how 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 are you saying it's like? How, what do you mean? Can you elaborate on it being the best? I enjoy the content. I enjoy his. Um, uh, um, I don't know if it's written, scripted, or, or he, it's certainly <laughs> planned out. You think that guy writes anything down? <laughs> I, I imagine there's a little thought process going on. I was like, what kind of jokes am I going to make? And you know, I don't know. I kind of, I was watching the little Samson and then it was like, ah, I'm bored. Uh, let's move on to something else. Yeah, that's, that's a segue right there. I, I think the best line in that one was like, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for years, just keeping it to myself. So now I got to right. put it out there. That's right. He just sat there. You know, he listens to this show sometimes, so you got to be careful. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. The, have you heard the uh, there's like troubled waters over on the STC uh, front? Uh, because they're not putting their uh, their uh, podcasts I, out? Yeah, like that's trouble, man. <laughs> like when you're not putting out any episodes, that's some trouble right there. Maybe one of them's got the, you know, something to do. Maybe they're a little busy. We, we go uh, a week or two without putting out a... Yeah. Uh, episode sometimes yeah but nobody notices when we do it. <laughs> that's a difference <laughs> well we weren't on youtube then we've been batting them out of the park since then right uh yeah it's been a 
crazy three weeks, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Yeah. Well, I think the difference is is that when if somebody notices that we're not that we didn't put out an episode, the response is, yeah, we just got a little busy this week, and we'll be back next week. We'll be back soon. Uh, the responses they they've been they haven't done an episode in two weeks, and mm-hmm. trouble in paradise. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Eventually, you got to have some of that behind the scenes drama. I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's start the show. What do you say? Okay. Uh, I know this is the most exciting part of the show. Quick Save Club quick is still save. playing. Oh, okay. Oh, you can go ahead. It. You do it. No, you go ahead. The Quick Save Club is playing Terraria still. You're yeah. in your second month now. That's right. And uh, you're still enjoying the game. I, I've had my fill. I'm just no, waiting for the, to do the just, podcast now. Just Did you win the game? Like, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say. Too is much. that a game that you can complete? Is there an end goal, or you uh, just... there's a bunch of bosses in it that you can fight? Okay, so if you give up too early, then you're just not going to know about like this boss and that boss. Yeah, pretty much, I guess. Okay. But I CC. should say, I never announced like we did. We're doing a game every two months now. Mm-hmm. So that's why Terraria is two months. And when you want to check out the episode of Terraria, when you want to listen to it, it's over on the Cartridge Club feed. Oh, yeah. you're letting all the juicy secrets. That's right. Out. There you go. So Just keep your that. eyes locked onto the Cartridge Club feed for the Terraria episode of Quick Save Club coming next month. Mm-hmm. And this month, I think probably this week, I imagine. I don't know. Maybe next week. I don't know. But we did do our first save point episode, and that should be on the Cartridge Club feed soon. What's the game? No, it's just a save point. It's a save point. Oh, so, right. Oh, right. The, um, so like, we do. Because we're doing two months. We still do nugget, a podcast. little nugget right? there. Still yes. do two podcasts, but we're only doing one game. So it's like our save point. Talk a little bit about the game. What about some other things? We have some... Uh, active uh community members who asked us questions and we answered it in that save point episode that's good Look stuff at you. Good, how good many podcasts videos things do you record in a week and then over on uh, stc pod channel actually i've been hanging out with bill every week <laughs> talking about uh, vinyl records so yeah been, uh, seeing those too. pop up <laughs> it's good fun two hours talk about <laughs> vinyl Hey, it's just like sitting there with your buddies, just talking. You know, it's a good time. Was... Oh. All right, carry on, I, sir. Yeah, I didn't get an invite, but oh, do you have vinyl records that you'd like to talk about? I have one. Well, there you go. You should just send Bill a message. He'll get you on there. Yeah, it worked for Chris. Chris Roberts, man. What he do you mean? Look, he did. Oh, I don't. I didn't know about this. That was this dirty. Is... <laughs> what i don't scary. i don't know what you're talking about bill just shut him out really oh, oh wow dark times maybe bill's maybe that, that's maybe, maybe that's, that's why they're not recording because you know yeah. bill's just doing all this uh all this uh damage report you know he's got a he's got phone calls he's got like angry letters coming in he's just sitting there at his desk you know doing the george costanza thing like oh god well, you know, when you won Podcast of the Year two years, three years ago now, mm-hmm. um, kind of goes to your head after a while, right? Mm, yeah. I see. 
So that's probably what it is. CC Prime is playing Undertale. CC Portable is playing Fire Emblem on the GBA. And RF Gen playing Darksiders Genesis. I was Genesis. doing the uh, the Christopher Lloyd Genesis yesterday while I was cleaning out my closet. <laughs> yeah. I, I found all these uh, Mega Drives and Genesis in there, and I just kept saying, I want Genesis! <laughs> oh, man. It was a good movie, Star Trek 3. I don't I have it. it. I was... I, I have <clears throat> I have one, two... I have one, two, four, six, and then... Generations, first contact, and insurrection. Mm. I would have I would have sent you my copy of three and five if I would have known that. Why five would you is, send me your copy of because I, I have five? Them, I have them, I have them on Blu-ray now, so I just I got rid of the DVDs. You just chuck them all. The only ones that no, I, I disgusting DVDs. No, no, I brought them into a thrift shop. Uh, the only ones I kept were one and two, and the next generation ones because I'm not going to upgrade those ones hmm. but one is the director you're still going to keep the next gen ones yeah i mean what am i going to do with them get rid of them they're, they're there are you going to watch them uh no <laughs> you never know maybe maybe at one day i i will watch them and i'll get inspired to do a video and i'll do some commentary over top of it mm -hmm. and i'll be as big as red letter media so you better yeah. keep those that's mm -hmm. how they got started why not right Monkey see, monkey. I'm sure it's exactly <clears throat> the same for everybody else who tries it. Can I just say something about uh, CC Prime playing Undertale? I was just kidding about it being a PC game. There was some concern on the Discord channel that I was uh, that I was upset that uh, they were playing a PC game. But I really don't care. Okay. You play whatever you guys want. I don't care. Nobody listens to any of these shows anyway, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> honestly. <laughs> What am I getting upset for? I might get upset. The 50 people who listen Step to CC Prime are going to get upset with the 50 people who listen to, to this show. or 50? Yeah, maybe. If we're lucky. You're rounding up a bit. Well, you know. 48. 50 is kind of hard to say. 48. You know. Anyways. Well, I'm about to uh, up our count because candy's coming. You know what? You know what? You know what has up their count is us being on YouTube because I caught Sarah uh, watching our show on the treadmill. Yes, really? Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't happen if we were just on Podbean now. So there you go. A visual appeal. Well, you should, uh, you know, just feel so flattered. She can't keep her eyes off you. She's got to see it everywhere. I think my side of the screen was blocked off. Wow. Yeah. I think she was just looking at you. I don't the know. Duct tape over it. All right. Um, I bangles. see you. You've added a whole lot to this outline. I didn't. You didn't do the film dangles yet, though. You got to promote those. Mm hmm. Oh. All right. Film while dango, you're eating, <laughs> the end of each month we're going to do film dangle. May. That's the current month. We're going to be doing the Arnie Conan's and You're a Red a Sonia. Just a professional. Man. Like that's. It's important to keep your your vocal cords nice and moist. Yeah. While you silvery, doing buttery smooth voice. That's what people come here for. I we got I, the visuals now, but you got to get the. Uh, 
you know, got to keep the people on the audio channels excited too. I can hear the clicking of mice as they're as the people are looking at their recommended videos over on YouTube while this is playing, and they're like, oh, this looks way more interesting than what I'm listening to right now. <laughs> June is 70s Jack Nicholson, The Last Detail, Five Easy Pieces, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, July, The Josh and Curtis Treehouse. We still haven't heard back. Yeah, we did. Uh, no, about the films. We know that they oh, are... Right. They're on board for what we recommended, the indie movies better than their budget. That's no. what they're going with. No. No? Just just indie movies. They're just going to pick an indie movie. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they I said. I know that they said. <laughs> just they, indie movies. They don't, like, they, they don't like too many rules, man. They just want, they just want a direction. They just want to be pointed in a direction. So it's just indie movies. Um, ba -ba -boom -ba -boom. Okay. I mean, I know we both just glanced at what they said, but I'm sure I glanced at it better than you. And uh... okay, here we go. Yeah. Thursday. I like the. This is from Josh. Mm -hmm. I like the indie film films better than their budget idea. I think I can work with that. And then he asks curtis oh okay i read it wrong. curtis i'm totally down okay and then there is a, a little gif of winnie the pooh thinking yep okay no i read it wrong i, I like I thought... the indie film films better than their budget idea yeah That's see i read it book. as i like the indie films better than the budget idea yeah Backpedal any way you like. That's how I read it. <laughs> I, I got an like active sponge. Better my than brain. my math teacher said. I, I'm functionally illiterate. I can't, uh, and that's been stuck in my head ever since. That I'm functionally. Illiterate. And what grade was that? Grade ten. Grade mm. ten math. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, teachers are mean when you're in grade ten, huh? This, this guy was mean, man. <laughs> it's not nice. But he wasn't wrong. I am functionally illiterate. I read things wrong all the time. And you just accept that. You know? What can I do about it? I you, try. You could have proved him wrong. You could Why? have strapped on your Rudy boots and, you know, said, I'm, I'm going to do it. No, I'm literally, I'm functionally illiterate. I can't, I can't uh, read. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. You keep buying all them big books. Well, I don't read, read them. I just look at it on the shelf. That's why I have the, the tablet. I love the tablet because like, you could read so much easier on the tablet. Everything's backlit. And words stand out. Go watch your movies. Yeah. Go look at the pretty pictures. All right. So you got what? nothing in this outline. No, I, I don't. I just have the, the movie talk. I got movies. I even got props here for the movie talk. So I'm ready to go. Oh, so we should, there, look, see. Movie oh. talk. Okay. Well, I mean, it's just, it's always there. And the, it's, I just assume movie talk now. So, okay. I'm good. Sure. Yeah. I mean, All right. I well, was... Before you get into your movies, yeah. Let me, let me talk about the video game segment. We have a video game segment? Yes. Because we're a video game podcast in a video game community. I just want to say that Epic Games uh, continues to suck in more ways. 
Uh, I've, I've been upset with this site that gives me free games every week for a long time. Mm. And now the last, uh, the most recent one, I went in there to get my free game. And now I got to like click on more things to get my free game. Yeah. I have to do this. I don't even remember what it stands for. 2FA. So it's two, a two-step uh, authentic authentication right process. Yeah. This is this is a process that you should embrace on everything. Take it from me who has been vandalized a few times. No, uh, violated. Whose yep. privacy has been violated a few times. This is a process that you want to embrace because as much of a pain in the, of a, in the ass it is to do, it will save your ass so many times. I don't know how many times I'm sitting here and someone's trying to break into my Yahoo account. Someone's trying to break into bl my Blizzard account. I hardly ever use the thing, but somebody's trying to access it. And the two-step verification stops them every time in their tracks. Well, with you, with your internet fame there, you know, yeah. being all on the YouTubes constantly, you're a big public figure. And you, uh, you occasionally frequent a little pirate bay action there. I'm just saying, you got to be careful. Those, those tabs are incognito, my friend. Uh, I find it annoying. Epic Games makes me do this. And furthermore, they are um, doing this mystery game thing now. Which is just, they're going backwards. Because they had everything out there. They said, hey... This is your free game. Uh, you can click on it and get it. And he, this is the game that's going to be free next week. And, and you know everything. But now it's like, oh, here's your free game. Do the double clicky. Go over here. Go to this website. Two click thing. Double F thing. Go get that game. And the other game, we're not going to tell you what it is until, until much, much later. So now you got to go back to there. And you got to check and see. Oh, is yeah. this a game that I want? And of course you're going to get it because it's free. All right, but they're going backwards because it used to be everything that was all out there, and now they're hiding it. I don't like <clears> it. I don't like it. So let me tell you with the two-step authentication thing, uh, you you want to illiterate. You want to get the uh, you want to make sure because it gives you three options. Mm -hmm. There's the email, your phone, and the. Um, app on the phone. You want to use the app option all the time anytime any of these companies have an app that's the one you want to pick because if you if they do if if someone is able to crack it in and now your phone is tied in with epic games or an email is tied in now they have access to that so if you keep it just to the app if their app crashes or whatever or their app gets uh, uh that that's all they can get into is just epic games that's with everything though like anything like yahoo or whatever it is put the the apps don't take much space on your phone get the apps for whenever company is uh and then if they give the option between if they don't have an app and they only give you an option between phone or uh email just use an email because you don't want them to have access to your phone hmm. there you go but two-step oh. authentic like it i hate it i hate it too like i'll i'll charge my phone you know, it's over there. I put it over there, charge it. Then I come sit at the computer, start doing stuff. Oh, I need to go get my phone that I'm trying to charge now to get into. But it saves you. 
It saves you more often than it is a hindrance. Um, so do it. I, it feels Embrace like a lot it. of hoops I got to jump through for all these games I'm not going to play that they just give me for free. Hey, you know. You know, the only, only reason I'm doing it, because they got Ghostbusters. They do. The, 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 <clears throat> as frequently as they give away free games, which is every week, I know eventually Ghostbusters is going to be in there. I don't and, think so. And I won't have to pay the five bucks when it's I don't on think sale. So. I, don't, I don't think so. I think it... Uh, I don't know. Eventually. Like, well, the ones that they have for free are generally uh, the uh, indie games and that. Where there's there have been no some big ones. There are <clears throat> a couple of uh, larger games. Like what? I don't remember anything too large. Um, you know, game game, big game, <laughs> big game yeah, plus right. two. Yeah, yeah, game no. game. Right, right. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, they gave away been... one of their big ones, that World War Z. That's that's one of their. Uh, yeah, that's true, and that is a tie-in game. So I don't know. I can't see Ghostbusters though. There's too much, uh, you know. Ghostbusters, yeah, it's a big, you know, IP, but at the same time, it's not as popular as it used to be. Yeah, but there's especially with these younger gamers who just want their Fortnites. There's many, many royalties to be handed out. You know, Mm. I mean, Bill Murray needs his cut. It's only free for a week. You know, Dan uh, Dan Aykroyd needs his cut. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. Harold Ramis Estate needs his cut. Um. Yeah, but it's a, it's a remaster too. It's not it's not like the original game coming out. Mm-hmm. Right? They're, just, they're just milking it at this point. I don't, I don't see it, but whatever. All right, hey, holding out if it shows up. Well, if we're gonna talk about video games for for a little bit, I did um, the uh, what's that Game Pass on the Xbox slash PC uh, had a, a deal for a dollar of that uh, Game Pass for a month. Okay. So I uh, got it so I could pretty much rent Streets of Rage 4 for a month mm-hmm. for a buck. And I played the first level. It was pretty good. I, 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 I think it's pretty good. And then I played the second level. I couldn't get past the second level. <laughs> I don't know. I think I suck. I think I, I lost my Streets of Rage. Uh, well, they're, they're going for old school yeah. you know, challenge, right? It is. And then, like, at the end, when I couldn't get through it, it said you could play, they'll give you an extra life. You could play the level, and they'll give you an extra life, but you only get half the points. And your points, well, mm-hmm. hold on. I know you're shaking your head, but here's, here's the catch. Here it is. Your points go on a leaderboard that the other Xbox Live members can see <gasps> and read. So, for instance, the Mighty Q-Dog is there, and Bill is there. So I can't, you know, play that level with only half the points and then have them see that I only have half the points because I needed an extra man to beat that level. So that's it. Wow. Can't do it. So I'm either going to have to either get good or just give up. Those are my choice. And you can't lie to your friends in the school ground anymore, huh? No, it's right there. Yeah, I beat that game. I got used to that. <laughs> I beat it. I beat it like five times. I beat it this morning. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember those kids. They'd beat games mm-hmm. before they got... Yeah, I, I, I beat the, this game this morning before I came into school. Oh, jeez. I don't even have I got that game. I got that game. I beat it. And my game, you know, it, it's even still in the packaging. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow, that's awesome. I uh, and I didn't even have a Nintendo. Yeah. All right. So you've been watching Ash versus Evil Dead. Yes, I have. What season are you on? I'm um I'm about halfway through the last season. Okay. So um I know we talked about it briefly during our Evil Dead uh, film dango. Mm-hmm. Um, my I, I enjoyed the first season. My only um, kind of complaint about it was that they were using a lot of uh, digital blood for all the gore and stuff. Mm-hmm. And season two corrected that from the get-go. There is so much um, actual fake blood going on in there, um, you know, body parts and, and dummies and things like that. And, of course, they still use the CG, but it blended so much better. And um, I, I'm a little fuzzy on the first season because it's been a while since I watched it. But I feel like that was good. Season two was like they they balanced everything. It felt really, really good. And now I'm on to season three, which is still good. But it, it's story wise, it's not gripping me as much as um, season two did. But it's still a lot of fun. And it's a shame that this uh, show, even though I'm not done with it, that uh, it got canceled. So, yeah, I, I, I would totally be down for like another two or three seasons of this. Well, I don't want to say anything um, mm-hmm. until you finish the series. I don't want to say anything. But that's okay. awesome. That's good. Because mm. <laughs> now all I can think about is the ending, and I, I just don't want to say anything. Well, you told me it's a cliffhanger, so I, I know it's just going to leave you, like... Yeah. But uh, I don't want to say it. I don't know. I, I'm just... Um, to their credit, though, I, I think they were able to take this old franchise and revive it in just the right way you know everything seems to be right about it the the length you know 30 minutes that's perfect because for such a tongue-in-cheek goofy series you drag it out for an hour you kind of have to take it a little more seriously this way they can they can have those little plot holes they can have those things that don't make sense they can have those uh like little details that just kind of vanish and you're like, Oh well, yeah, forget about that. No, don't worry. Don't worry about that. It's just, it's, it works very well because it ramps up so quickly that show, like every episode, the, the, the title screen, when it comes in, it's because something bloody is happening. You know, there's that splash of blood and the name comes up. So that's like within the first two or three minutes. Uh, and then there's always some sort of action scene, uh, maybe at least two of them in every episode. Um, you got your goofball, campy comedy, and then it also manages to get quite serious and, you know, dark and scary for just just a little bit. So it, it's such a weird marriage that that actually works. And uh, one thing that happened in the second season that I was very surprised about is in my mind, the supporting characters, uh, Pablo and Kelly, were like on par with uh, Bruce Campbell, you know, like they were holding their own as being stars of the show. It wasn't just the Bruce Campbell show, yeah, which of was... course he is, he is the, you know, the main draw, but they held their own. They have so many great scenes, you know, with uh, the puppets and, and the books and all that stuff. And so it's like, even you kind of expect like, oh, Bruce Campbell's not on in this scene. Uh, it's not as interesting. But no, everything just kept flying. They they made so many great supporting characters in that show. 
as an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. So I'm, uh, of course, I'm going to finish it off, and uh, I'm just going to complain, probably like everybody else. No, oh, come on, there's no more. What did you cancel yeah. this for? Well, it'd be nice if they. I I don't know. Maybe there there's plans to do this in the future, or maybe they're. But it'd be nice if they continued it on in a uh, comic book or something like that. You know, even so if can... even if somebody else picked it up and did something just to put a little uh, bookend on it, because well, the the style of the the se- the series, it's like you end one season. There's not a whole lot of explanation as to what happens between. Uh, the first season, second season. So even if they were to pick it up, they could, you know, put some kind of goofy uh, plot twist on it. It's like, oh yeah, that that you know, forget about that, and just move on to the next thing. Yeah, wow. I don't know. I have to see it. I'll yeah, I'll let you get to the end. Then. Okay. But the, yeah, that was a, a cool thing they did with that show because the first two movies was just basically around that that cabin in the woods. And then the third one, they went off the rails to a completely other... It was another dimension, right? Um, well, you went back in time. Right, but there were still walking skeletons and all that weirdness. Well, that's because the, the evil existed. Right. Back um, but that would have been too expensive to do on a TV show, I think, every every week, unless you have, unless you have an HBO budget. So you, you need to make it in a contemporary time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just worked. I've, yeah it's a good show yeah. Uh, again yeah because you, you go back to those early mo- the movies and Ash is the only one you care about in any of it you know yeah. The, yeah. the fact that they were able to build up other characters to exist around him uh, and actually hold your interest which yeah. they, I think they were you know struggling with that slightly in the first season like you had to, you had to get the audience accustomed to all these new characters but it's totally in Totally yeah. on board now. You've been. Uh, I enjoyed Lucy Lawless on the show too. I thought she was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. She she seemed to you know just be there sparingly in the first season, but then they you know, yeah. okay throw her in every episode. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. yep. All right. All right. Yep. 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 Have you uh, been watching any movies lately? Nope. Nothing. Eh? Just uh, uh, Ash. I finished uh, Dune. <laughs> that's the only movie i've watched this month <laughs> brutal why how like what the it's just the, just the way things i mean i've been watching the ash show and you know no, that's right. that's not I a mean, long i mean how did it how did it end like why, oh, like why oh. why would you watch it to the end <laughs> you know it's part it's it's only half a bad movie okay like there are the majority of that movie, it's just so baffling. It's so bizarre, the choices that they made in terms of design, in terms of performance, and, you know, how it was shot, and, and the visuals and everything. Some of it is really bizarre. A part of it, you know, at the time, it was like 1984 or so. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, again, they're they're looking at two thousand one. They're looking at Star Wars. They're looking at all like the what was the big sci-fi and like how do we continue this fr- this uh, genre? You know, after all these big important sci-fi movies have come out, and so I think there was some struggle with that. 
um but then there's also the source book that i'm not familiar with all the dune books and then there's um david lynch being in kind of an oddball director with a, a different style and i don't know it, it seems like a lot of bizarre choices that i'm not sure if that's from the book or if i'm not sure if that's from the director or the writer or whatever but it just seems weird so if you can get past the just very odd choices you're still left with a not so great movie it seems overly convoluted like the the way they tell the story i had no idea what was going on for like the first half of that movie and by the second half when you finally start to realize who this character is and who that is you realize that the story is extremely simple it's just like team a versus team b trying to get the macguffin like mm -hmm. that's all that there is but it's just so weird and how it's told and everything so i can't recommend it as like a hey you should watch this movie but if you're just interested in seeing something odd you know it's yeah i don't know i, don't I, know. I only I, watched the first few minutes of it so i don't know so are you saying it gets better or no it starts to make a little more sense like at least your brain can finally catch up to see what's happening um, through all these scenes. Like, cause none of the scenes seem connected. It's like, you see something happen and then you cut to something else and you don't really understand what one thing has to do with the other. And then by the end of the movie, you know, you can kind of picture, okay, he's on this side, he's over there. They jump forward in time. You know, there's supposed to be somewhat of like a montage that kind of, but then you realize a couple of years later, there are relationships that develop, but you don't actually see anything happen. Mm -hmm. You have a confrontation with an enemy at the end that has had no interaction with the hero whatsoever. So it's kind of like the Darth Maul fight at the end of Phantom Menace. Like, why is Obi-Wan you know, in fighting? Why, why? I get it. They're on opposite sides, but I don't know. Mm. It's it's a bit of a mess, but it's not a complete mess. It's just a bizarre mess. I wonder how much of it is just um, producer interference. You know, like I have no idea. I, you know, yeah. I'm sure okay. I could watch a hundred uh, YouTube video reviews of yeah. people going in detail and doing funny skits. Yeah. Although you do see uh, sandworms sandworms or uh graboids or whatever you want to call them i think <laughs> i saw yeah i did i think i did maybe we made it that far in i don't know i like the sandworms in uh beetlejuice better personally well they are yeah. more decorative yeah and they just get to it <laughs> yeah i don't know i couldn't i don't know we I, I don't even remember i think we watched like 15 minutes of it i was like i don't know yeah i, I on a different day i probably would have shut it off i was just in the mood to to watch it but yeah. um here we are uh, about a th one third of the way through the month and i've watched a single movie well i have been i was off this week and i've done nothing but uh, watch <laughs> movies <laughs> <laughs> i did nothing else so i didn't watch uh, i guess we watched a little bit of schitt's creek uh, I've, I've been meaning that. to start that. I saw there's a new season coming. Well, soon. if if you want to see my hometown, that's uh, the uh, veterinarian. But I don't think it's in season one, the veterinarian clinic. But that's just around the the corner from me, and I don't know. They just they shot all around here. 
all mm. over the place. Uh, I take, uh, I actually took my aunt. My aunt and uncle came uh, back in the spring. No, mm -hmm. we're in the spring now, back in the fall. And uh, I drove them around because they're, they're fans of the show. And I showed them like all the <laughs> locations and everything. Like there's David's store and where they have, where their cafe is and the garage and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, look at you. You got a yeah. side business. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get paid. Bus. I didn't even get a tip. I didn't get anything. Oh, I guess maybe they, did they pay for our sushi dinner? I'm not sure. Maybe they did. Who knows? Okay. Well, for me, I will watch a ton of movies and just having a good time. Uh, let's see. What do you want to hear first? The good movies or the movies that I bailed on? Well, let's I go dropped. with the good movies. Okay, good movies. You got to have everybody biting their fingernails, waiting to see, oh, what movie did he dump on now? Mm. What AAA feature can he not I guarantee help? you. I guarantee you there's one movie in here that nobody's going to care about. There's just another movie in here that, I guess the other two movies are going to be movies that, you know, just the, the fringe people, the riffraff oh, yeah. are going to be upset. Save that, that for last. <laughs> okay. Um, did I talk about Charlie Varick? Did I tell you about that movie? Was no, it I did the Walter a, Matthau one you posted? Yeah, I did a, a review over it on buriedonline.wordpress.com. But did I talk about it with you here? No, no. So you know how we are big fans of the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3? Yeah. And we're big fans of Dirty Harry? Mm-hmm. So you take uh, Walter Matthau from taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3, and you take the director of Dirty Harry, mm -hmm. and you put them together, and you got yourself... Charlie Barrick, and uh, it's a it's a good uh, heist film, um, you know, crime, noir, Elmore Leonard, that kind of stuff. It was good. I time. imagine Walter Matthau is not doing a Dirty Harry ish nope. character. No, 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 no. Dirty Harry. The, no, Walter Matthau's character is uh, Charlie Barrick. Uh, mm -hmm. Is um, you know more of a cunning, thinking man. He's a thief. Mm -hmm. He's the thief. He's not the the uh, oh. cop, right? So him and a, and, a, and a group go in to uh, rob a bank. They leave their getaway car out, uh, outside of the bank running. And uh, the getaway driver is uh, Charlie Varick's wife. And she's, so the car's running outside the bank. Two cops are like, hey, that looks suspicious. So they kind of like, you know, they're watching the car. Then uh, Walter Matthau and his gang go inside, rob the bank, come out. The cops are like, oh, this isn't good. Big shootout happens. Um, his, Charlie Barrick's wife uh, dies in the shootout, and uh, they escape with this. Um, uh, he's got a, a a company that's like a it's a prop dusting company, and they use his his company van. So it's him and one other guy that survived the shootout, and they get through all the police barriers and everything in this in this van. So when he gets when they get all their loot back to uh, Charlie Barrick's house, they start. Uh, Charlie starts counting up all the money, and there's like way more money than should be there, right? They're thinking like it's going to be twenty thousand dollars or something like that at most, and there's seven hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars in there. It turns out that the guy uh, or the the mob has been using this as a place to store money before they bring it overseas to launder it all. So this is all mob money that they have now. So now they're in trouble. So the mob sends a hitman after him, and the hitman's played by uh, Joe Don Baker. The guy from Walking Tall, the guy that carries the big stick hmm. from the original okay. Walking Tall, who's also in Joysticks. He's a, the the heavy in the Joysticks there, the bad guy. Um, 
yeah and it was it was just a good movie like uh you know john joe baker is like a little bit uh, eccentric so he's he's not only a hitman but he's got like you know little quirks and stuff like that that kind of make him a little more creepy and walter Matthau kind of has to use his wits and everything to stay one step ahead and it gets to a nice little conclusion where there is a chase between a car and a crop dusting plane which was a little disappointing it felt more like the ending of a maybe of an episode of the dukes of hazard or Knight Rider or something like that, but yeah, it sounds it sounds like uh, part of a Muppet movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, but it was really good. And uh, so he was in it, and also, um, what the heck's his name? Hold on, I got it written down here. Andrew Robinson is in it as well. And you're like, who's oh, Andrew Garrick. Robinson? That's right, Garrick's in it. He's got a, he's got a really good uh, part in it, a large mm. part. So it's good. It's good to see him acting. You know, um, you know, it just kind of confirms that his role in deep space nine like that was legit you know wasn't just something that some actor uh lucked into with the writing no he He had had some experience there yeah yeah Mm. it's good so i think that's one that you might like um charlie varick charlie varick okay i'll look that one up yeah it was good it's not an easy movie to come by i i got it on sale on blu-ray but uh i don't know if any of the streaming services blu-rays yeah um another movie five dollar blu-rays you get i think i talked about this movie before uh it's peter fonda movie race with the devil um it's about these guys who they're uh, dirt bike uh racers they they race dirt bikes and that and they decide to go on a family vacation in like the the winter uh they want to go skiing um and they take this Winnebago, they drive it from, they're going from Florida to Aspen, Colorado. And they stop in some uh, small, you know, dirt area or whatever to, uh, you know, stay overnight because they're going to drive right to Aspen. And as they're staying there, they see like some people across this dry riverbed start this huge bonfire. And all of a sudden, like all these people in cloaks start coming out with, uh, around this bonfire. And they take this young girl and they strip her clothes and then they they kill her they stab her, right? and they they everybody in the Winnebago just saw this happen so they jump in the Winnebago and they start driving driving away, and as they're driving away the the uh, cult or the Satanists or whatever see them so they start chasing them, and they got to drive the Winnebago through like uh, you know all this rocky terrain and everything as they're trying to get away and the Satanists are getting closer and closer, and that it was. Uh, it's a good uh, horror slash uh, thriller movie with uh, Peter Fonda and Warren Oates, who's becoming one of my favorite actors from the did 70s. Did you see this on Tubi? No, I did not. No, it was actually, uh, it was a Blu-ray. <laughs> so there was this movie, like, as you know, I'm like always looking for car chases and everything. And there's this movie called uh, Crazy Larry, no, yeah, Crazy Larry, Dirty Mary. And it's, uh, you know, it's got a Dodge 1969 Dodge Charger that's painted lime green with this black uh, uh, pinstripe on it and everything. And it's got like some of the best car chases. And on this Blu-ray, it's on this Blu-ray with this movie because they both movie star Peter Fonda. And I guess they're by the same movie studio. So I had no idea what this movie was about, right? Like I just started watching it and I'm watching like, you know, it's two guys on dirt bikes and they're racing and stuff. I'm like, this is cool. Even though the opening was really creepy. Uh, but then, like you know, the Satanists and everything started popping up, and it was actually it was it was pretty good. It was cheesy, you know, lots of cheesy uh, moments in that, 
then it's a little predictable. You kind of, kind of, can kind of see what's going to happen. Like you, you see where things are going, where things are headed. Um, but it was a fun, fun movie. Had good times, and that was the first time I watched it with Sarah, and uh, she really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, over on YouTube, not YouTube, on Netflix. You have to tell me if this movie is available because it was number ten on uh, Netflix's. Uh, most watch in Canada. Okay. And <clears throat> it stars Jackie Chan. So of course, you know, when there's a movie on Netflix trending with Jackie Chan in it, I got I got to know. I got to watch it. I got to see I doubt happening. it's gonna be available in my area. It was good times. The movie is called The Foreigner. It came out in twenty seventeen. Jackie Chan just knows his age. He knows which roles to pick. He's only good for like you know, two or three really good stunts uh, now. Um, but you know, this is just a perfect role for him. So he's this, um, he's uh, an, an, uh, a guy, a, for, a foreigner, living uh, now in London. He's from uh, China originally. And, you know, he's grown, like he's, he escaped, I don't know the politics of everything that, but he escaped some sort of uh, oppression or something like that that's happening. I think he might escape China or something. And he, and he came to England, but he lost his daughter and his wife while he came over. And so now there's only him and his other daughter. So he's like super protective of his daughter. This all happens within the first few minutes. So I'm not really spoiling anything. So he's really super protective of his daughter. Uh, she wants to go into a store to buy some clothes, you know, and she wants to go in by herself because she's 13. You know, she doesn't want dad around it's like Dad, Just let me go in here and buy some clothes. She's like, OK, I'll watch you from from here on the street. Uh, so it turns out that there's this fringe group from the IRA called, I can't remember what they're called, the IRA something. Uh, they're ramping up bombings in London because they feel the IRA has kind of become limp. They're, they're wimpy, right? So they need to, they need to do more bombs to get England out of, uh, Northern Ireland. Uh, so they set off an explosion in this clothing boutique and his, the only surviving member of his family, the only one that's left dies, his daughter dies. So now he wants to find out who did the bombing. And the great thing about this movie is that as you're watching the movie, you know, he's it's Jackie Chan, but he's all like, you know, meager and everything. He's walking slow. He looks like he's had a, a hip operation or whatever. And you're never sure you're not sure. Like as you're watching this, is Jackie Chan gonna show up? Like, is he gonna start like mm -hmm. kicking ass and the kung fu and all that? I'm not gonna tell you what happens. I don't want to spoil all that for you. I want you to watch it and uh it's just good stuff. It's uh, it, Pierce Brosnan plays the um, his contact at the IRA that he keeps uh, harassing. Uh, I won't tell you how he harasses him in that, but uh, yeah. Pierce Brosnan's still around, huh? Yeah. The guy's yeah, doing was too much. He was good in this, man. And I, I'd watch something else with him in it. Mm -hmm. So that was another good movie. So that's on Netflix in Canada. So if you're in Canada, you can check that out. Well, it's let me time. tell you, I, I'm not so lucky. It's not, it's not on my corner. Netflix, but I do have a bunch of Jackie Chan movies. Maybe you can tell me if you've seen any of these. Probably got more than I got. All right, go um, well, I got some garbage, and then I got some uh, some classics, I guess. Okay. Uh, Rush Hour Three. Oh no, I don't want to see that. No. The Spy Next Door. That's like a kids' movie, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I might watch that, but I don't know. Skip Trace. I've heard of it. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Mm, 
Kung Fu Yoga. That is here. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I think that's a comedy. It looks like it, it's a lot of his like kid yeah. movies. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think that one's like a like a comedy for, I don't know. I, the I don't Karate know. Is, Kid. <laughs> yeah, that's here, yeah. With Jaden Smith. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Although I, people tell me it's good. That's what people tell me. I'm not saying I've seen it and it's good. I'm just saying that's what people... The Medallion. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one, but I do. It's on my list. It, it looks that one looks like uh, a more comedy one too. Okay, now here it, it's going off into the more, I, I imagine your level of Jackie Chan movies. We got Police Story. Yep. Awesome. Um, Chinese Zodiac. Mm, I don't know that one. Chinese Zodiac. Uh, Spartan X, also known as Wheels on Meals. Oh, that is playing on TV. I think tomorrow night, and I got my PVR set to record it. Okay. That's supposed to be a really good one. That's the one that inspired uh, Kung Fu, the NES game. Oh, in is Japan, that... it's in okay. Japan. It's known as Spartan X. Right, right. So when you play that character, Thomas is actually yeah. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yeah, I know. I because somebody did a montage of Jackie Chan in video games, and the first thing that came up was Kung Fu. And I'm like Kung Fu. So then I, but I didn't know it was Meals on Wheels. I didn't know that was the movie. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have no idea why Meals on Wheels goes to Spartan X. You know, like how, how that switches around. I don't know. Uh, we got uh, Young Tiger. Okay. Yeah, I know of that movie. I haven't watched it. Dragon's Fever. Don't know that one. Um, Jackie Chan's Project A. I have I have that uh, coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay. Project A and Project uh, A two. That's also on here. Uh, and then there's something called the Twins Effect. Yeah. Okay. It looks yeah. like he's not the main in that one. Yeah, I think that's like, yeah. I know of that one. Yeah, you got a lot more movies than I got. Than uh, I Shaolin Wooden Men. Don't know that one. And then um, and then Kung Fu Panda comes up, but I'm not sure if he's actually I think in he's that. A, I think he's a voice. Well, he's a voice everyone's a voice in that movie. I guess. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, hey, Kung Fu Hustle is here. Did you watch Shaolin Soccer? Uh, do we have to do this? Do we have to? You really, you really didn't like it. I tried. Wow. I, I fell asleep, and then I started watching it some more, and I'm like, eh. I, I didn't oh, get it. Oh, that, that's a good movie. I didn't get it. Now, now everyone's gonna be angry with me. Yeah, and I, I know Bill likes it, and I don't get movies, but I don't get comedies, but somehow Bill and I keep. Uh, agreeing on all these comedies but i didn't laugh comedies. once i didn't get it i, I don't i want to hear the comment where you don't get comedy i don't i didn't understand that movie i can not understand the... it it's just a goofy uh over the top crazy soccer movie yeah but it wasn't funny there was nothing that's funny really in it. funny it was funny he can kick a ball really far yes that's the comedy that's <laughs> no maybe that's maybe that's where uh, adam sandler got it for happy madison uh, or Happy Gilmore, Happy Madison. You can't even keep that garbage straight. Anyways, uh, no, I didn't. It was. It is. I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me. More for it, me. I. I mean, I got the concept. I. I thought that was a cool idea that you use kung fu uh, to play soccer better, and now you could be a super team. But it just. I don't. There was nothing funny happening. Uh, several funny things. Give yeah. me one. Give me Not an example you. of a funny thing. 
tell me one thing that was funny. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, I don't know. I, I remember a lot of soccer games where they're using their martial arts and flying all over the place, and they're a lot of great reactions from the the opposing teams. The guy who brings like a, a monkey wrench to the uh, the soccer game um, when he's showing right. off his kung fu skills, he's like kicking at people, but he stops his foot right before them, and then the hair is blowing in the wind. Okay, that was okay. Yeah, I didn't laugh yeah. at that. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay. So, all right, fair enough. It's funny. All right. How much time we got? Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, you got one okay. minute. There you go. You want to talk about, uh, well, let's talk about the other movies I dropped, since we're talking about movies I dropped. Uh, this one that no one's going to care about is a movie called Funny Face. See? Funny now Face, we're doing, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. And uh, Fred Astaire. Mm-hmm. Musical. Started pl- watching it, I'm like, oh, man, this is a musical. So that was enough. That was enough for me. <laughs> so what do you even buy these movies for? Well... I do like Audrey. You gotta Hepburn. stop buying movies out of curiosity. This, this you should movie. only buy movies that you know you want to watch over and over again. It was it was four ninety nine, and That's it's four ninety nine okay, too much. But how am I going to see this movie? Like, there's not like it's not like as if anyone's playing it that much. Maybe it'll be on. Go TCM. to YouTube and watch a scene. Watch like one scene from the movie, and if I you mean, feel it was like five dollars, it was five dollars, right? And then. I come back here and I see, oh, that is a movie I want. Now I got to go back over there to buy the $5 movie when I was just there and I can just... It doesn't matter. It, you, you need to just see the movie randomly. It'll come up. It'll, someone will recommend it to you or something and say this is what you like. And then, you know, you watch it. Only buy, like, Predator and Ghostbusters and aliens and, and other movies that you want to watch over and over and over again. Otherwise, yeah, they're just going to sit there. But I did that with Charlie Barry. I've never seen it before, but I had Walter Matthau and the director. That, that was a lucky gamble. So I'm like, you know what? I'm getting that movie. That's, that's one out of 50. It was, it was a limited release. It was a limited release on the thing. So I said, what the heck? I'll get it. Nope. Um, for a dollar. If you find it for a dollar, I can say, okay, you can just pick it up out of curiosity. Anything more than a dollar, you're just wasting money. But I did. I do like some musicals. I like like the Sound of Music, not Sound Music, not that one. Oh my goodness, Singing in the Rain. That's one I like. Singing in the Rain's really good. Yeah, that's a fun movie. This was just I don't know. It was weird. It was bizarre. Like Fred Astaire is like hitting on Audrey Hepburn. He's almost sixty. She's twenty six. He's sneaking kisses at her. I don't know. It was just a little weird. Maybe maybe it was came out nineteen fifty seven. So, um, okay. I think I'm uh, done with, uh, what's his name? Terry Gilliam and his movies. Because <laughs> I, just tried, I tried watching Brazil. Oh, yeah. I still haven't tried that one yet. Um, it's got Mona from Who's the Boss in it. That was pretty Oh, that was Oh, is that her with the, with the skin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I see uh, that image a lot. And I always thought that kind of looked like her. Well, and it, when she first came on, like, that's what they're doing. They're they're pulling her skin back. And it sounds like Mona. And I'm like, that can't be the actress. But sure enough, it is it is uh, her. Um, if you're a fan of Game of Thrones and you want to see a lot of actors from Game of Thrones that are 30 years younger, Brazil's the movie for you because there's a ton that just pop up randomly. Uh, Bob Hoskins is in it, too. Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. 
Let me take off Super my Mario. Um, Robert De Niro's in it for like three seconds. Ian Holm is in it. Michael Palin. I don't know. It's just weird. It's a weird movie. It di- it didn't make any sense to me. I didn't understand what was going on. It's very. It's one of those uh, you know abstract movies. I, yeah, I, I he- I've heard a lot of good things about like this is. This is the like one of the best movies you never heard of, you never seen. Great science fiction. People love it. I I looked at the reviews and stuff, and people were like, "This is Terry Gilliam's best." It's the thing. I don't know. It's just not for me. It doesn't. Uh, it all goes. I don't know. I don't know how to uh, judge this because you didn't like Shaolin Soccer, so I have no idea what your pass fail score is. Maybe maybe you'd like it. I don't know, but it wasn't uh, wasn't for well, me. Well, so I I I. Like I said, uh, that Baron von Muskin or whatever it was, yeah, I yeah. I had a bailout. It was just too much, but I I kind of want to finish it someday. I did like because... this more than that. I finished the movie. Like I I I finished mm-hmm. it. I watched the whole thing. So that's something, you know. It just wasn't good enough for me to like. I'm own. okay for like uh, alternative styles, you know, like if you have a wacky idea concept and you want to deviate from the norm of traditional three act structure and, and, you know, narrative, if you can pull it off nicely, you know, go for it, do something different. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an interesting experience, but if it's boring, that, that's something else. I mean, the, the, it starts off, really well like it starts off on the on the right foot there's it's very uh there's some monty python-esque humor and i'm like oh man this is this is what i want this is what i'm i'm looking for uh like uh there's this guy that's he's sitting in uh an apartment building with with his family and that they're having dinner with the tv you know watching tv while they're eating dinner and um all of a sudden like all this swat team and everything comes busting in and they arrest this guy and the SWAT team actually drills a hole in the apartment above and they like stick a pole down there and they come down the pole, like Ghostbuster style mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to arrest the guy. Right. And after they like crash through the windows, knock down the door and everything, the cleanup crew comes in that this is where the comedy is, right? The cleanup crew is like, Oh, you know, so they go to put like to fill that hole in, they have like something pre-made already mm-hmm. right to fill that hole in and they go to put it in the hole and it falls right through and they're like oh man they switched to metric on us again you know this is mm-hmm. and i'm like oh man this is going to be this going to be good times but then that was it like that was that was the only funny <laughs> that was that was disappointing so he had one of his uh, python buddies come in and help write that part of the the script and then he went Maybe, back to terry gilliam i don't know and the one of the guys that was that was doing it that was uh one of the workers that was cleaning up is an actor that's in the show The Young Ones, which was a great show from uh, the 80s, British comedy. Okay, so the last movie that uh, I, I finished this one too, um, but I will never watch it again. Um, here we go. King Kong Ooh. versus Godzilla. Oh my God. You, you, you watched the movie instead of watching the fight scenes. <clears throat> Here's the thing. I was hoping for a lot of stop motion animation. That was my hope. No, it's dudes in suits. It's dudes in rubber suits uh, throwing uh, model kits at each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much 
That's all they do. They throw model kits at each other. Uh, it takes forever to get to uh, anything to do with uh, Godzilla or King Kong. Yep. Uh, that stuff's it. expensive, man. They got to build those uh, cities and, and, and little model kits and stuff. Does it make sense how these creatures keep dying at the end of every movie, but then they come back at, at the beginning of, of the movie? Because King Kong's dead. He fell off the Empire State Building. He should be dead. But there he is. It's just they went to the and island to pick him up. He's, he's the same size as Godzilla, too. Yeah. And it's it's still like this is 1963. They're still doing the thing where they need the white dudes to come onto the screen to explain what's going on because they don't have any confidence in anyone being able to follow the simple story. Um, you know, they they still come in and I don't know. I, I don't know why they did, they did that. It was very, very bizarre. Makes for like a awkward watch all the time when it keeps cutting back between America, which has absolutely like, they're so far away from what's going on in Japan. You know, it just doesn't make any sense, but yeah um yeah i was disappointed in that one so <clears throat> i'm gonna be uh, yeah you I, I i don't think you should expect much from the monster movie genre like yeah they're just not for me no and ask anybody who enjoys them and again I'm, I'm not a big fan of monster movies i just like the character of godzilla and the concept of a, of a big lizard that steps on cities and shoots fire yeah um, ask anyone and they're not going to tell you, oh, I love this movie because there's such a great story and narrative and all. They like the big monster that steps on things. And that's the only part people really pay attention to. Well, that's what I was looking forward to some practical effects. And all that. I wasn't expecting, you know, anything crazy of, of a great story or but entertaining like yeah yeah I, I was expecting like you know i don't know like when i saw all the models and everything because like, everything like there's hardly any shots of like real tanks or real helicopters everything. everything's models i thought okay this is yeah. gonna be cool because it's all gonna be like you know there's gonna be some stop motion stuff and all that some really cool practical effects and everything but it's all just like really bad like king kong and godzilla are just throwing you know styrofoam rocks at each other mm -hmm. It hits the, the the mask and it, you know, like their whole face caves in, but then it pops right back out. Like when the rock hits them, it caves in and pops out because it's rubber. It's not real flesh, you know. Uh, the the King Kong's outfit looks terrible. He looks like mangy King Kong, you know. Like, <laughs> well, he is really, dead. I guess maybe it's zombie <laughs> King Kong. I don't know. And, I mean, it, here's the other thing, too. When they get together and fight right off the bat, Godzilla's got all the advantage. Like, he's going to, like, wipe the floor with King Kong. There's, like, absolutely no... Because, you know, Godzilla is bigger, for one. And two, he's, mm -hmm. he can breathe fire. He just... Yeah. He can burn him up. So, he can breathe uh, fire. He's He's got, like, sharp claws. And, you know, he's got, like, spikes on his back. And he's all lizardy. Yeah. King Kong's just a big monkey. That's it. But they, are they still going to do that? with the contemporary films they were doing like the godzilla and king kong so. trying to do that universe i think so actually the, think the, the, they'd the have white... to make king kong like a lot faster like, he, like godzilla can't keep up with him because he's jumping around and everything well i am forgetting one thing um the white dudes back in the states were saying that godzilla's brain was only the size of a marble and king kong's brain was like 10 times the size of an ape so but King Kong's going to, like, break out some test tubes and you know, start... Also, out, outsmart him. I mean, 
yeah, that would make his brain bigger than our brain. So like he should have he should be way smarter than anybody. So he's gonna come in and, and build some like cybernetic uh weaponry to weaponize himself and, and battle Godzilla. Yeah, I don't know. Mecha King Kong. Anyways, it wasn't uh it wasn't very good. It wasn't my cup of tea. How much so. did you spend on that one? I don't know much. I think these were all five dollars each. This one. So, how many five dollar movies do you have that you're never going to watch again? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars worth. Yeah, on the rest of your shelf too. Oh, I don't know. I haven't gone through them all. So, I've been. uh, What I've been doing is I took some inspiration from you, and I've been going through my Blu-rays and like doing like a let like uh, the alphabet alphabet challenge kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. watching a movie from A, watching a movie from B, C, D. So, you forcing know, just for, your, force forcing myself yourself to go right. And dig deep. Ignore that that PVR. It's full, but I just I can't put anything yeah. more on it. So I just have to ignore it for a while, so I can actually get to these Blu-rays that I've spent money on, so I can see if it's uh, worth it or not. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll do that. Not not the alphabet thing again, but I I guess the next movie I watch, I'll make sure I watch something that I haven't seen before that I that I bought. Yeah. So, I hear you. I understand. It makes more sense not to spend money on movies you haven't seen before, but sometimes they surprise you, and sometimes yeah. you get a good one. And if I didn't, I spent five dollars on a movie. I spent a lot more money on worse things. You know, they were yeah. only used. Or whatever. I could try to resell them if I want, but I probably yeah, just. I, I guess it's like s- buying a bad cup of coffee. Try <laughs> almost yeah. for me. Yeah. So. Pretty, I'll just uh, probably just get rid of them. Get uh, bring them to the thrift store, whatever. Yeah, there you go. Cool. I got a lot more, but you know, we've we said enough. I could save some stuff for next week. I guess. Well, we got to get them views. Got to got to keep the people wanting more, right? Yeah. Angle yeah. that carrot. That's right. Well, I mean, they have so they have an hour more free time every week because there's no more STC pod to listen to. Oh, that's right. There you go. Now we just got to cancel Polykill and we'll be uh, podcast of the year again. <laughs> that's our. That should be our mission to cancel all these podcasts that came onto the Cartridge Club. Let's get them all canceled. Mm-hmm. Cancel Back culture. Basics. That's right. Just the CC and us. That's it. Oh. All right. Well, make sure you follow <laughs> oh Retro Fandango God. on the Twitter. Leave her on a high note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go get a boner with Retro Fandango. Boner, boner, Fandango, boner. Bite a baby. Hey, that Discord. computer's still gone, huh? Yeah. Discord, 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 Discord. Had a few, uh, a couple of extra members sign up to Discord. Did he? Did Hodge betray me? Hodge went on there, and we had Curtis join us today. Very nice. Yep. And they all went on there, and they the first thing they did, start talking about you behind your back. Go ahead. I'll never know about it. Interesting things. I will never know. Interesting things they said about you. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I think we've lost Richard, so that's it. I'm sleepy. I'm going to go back to bed. Really? Are you? I'm tired. I'm tired. So I should go do something. But it's going to rain today, so. 
I'm I'm uh, halfway through Hang 'em High with Clint Eastwood, so I want to finish that off. Sounds good. It's good times. Western nice time. in the '60s. It's got Clint Eastwood in it. Don't need anything more than that. Good times. Well, All right. How many westerns has he done? A bajillion, gazillion, bajillion. That's what I thought. Or twenty. Something like twenty, I think. Somewhere between ten and twenty. I will say. I'm going to count them. That's what I'm going to do after this. All right. I'm going to count them. All right. Goodbye, people. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Smash that bell so you can stay notified. That's right. You never know. Maybe we'll go live one day. Because we... You can't rip off STC Pod if they don't if they're not around anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs>